<laughs> Welcome, everybody, Yankee Chronicles podcast. I'm Bobby. I'm here with Evan Robin Donald. Before we get started, we just want to ask you to check out statementgames.com, where you can find a unique experience of fantasy sports. Check out docoutersbaseball.org, learn about the founder of baseball, and listen to us on radioplaylive.com at 10 a.m. and 8 p.m. So yesterday we had our first spring training game. They took the L against Toronto, and uh, the whole house of cards is starting to fall. Uh, Michael King did not live up to the expectations. Gary Sanchez struck out, so he's already ready for the season. LeMahieu got the first hit of the game, which we all knew was going to come. So how's everybody feeling that baseball is back? I, I hate the fans in New York. We are so annoying. Twitter has made every game either glorious or toxic because if, if we're winning, it's so much fun. But if we lose even the spring training game, why are we sitting here after day one talking about, oh, Michael King's going to suck. Gary Sanchez is going to suck. Ah, uh, Torres didn't do this. Like, calm, everyone needs to calm down. Why do we have to explain this every year that it's spring training? Like, you guys don't do this for preseason football. No one does this for preseason football at all. No. No, you know, Torres had that nice play, and they want to give him the gold glove. You know, it's – Give him three. Three gold gloves. He's amazing now. Yeah. It, it, his range was better than, than what we yeah. saw last year. You know, we hope it's just a sign of things to come. But it's just one game. We got to relax a little bit. The pitches, we knew we were going to need to shake some rust off. It, if if Torres has an error today, everyone's going to lose their fucking mind again. Oh, yeah. my God, what happened? He was great yesterday, but now he's terrible again. Oh, oh, oh. You know, but right. who would have thought that Adam Warren would have put, put up the first goose egg in the in the, the box score? Who had that one? Well, yeah, Rob actually did. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rob, what, 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 what it's you not about, about the results. Do you think he looked hmm? uh, like he was ready to get, you know, you think he's lost anything or? A Warren? I mean, I mean, I've said it bunch of times he's only good at a Yankee uniform so it would not surprise me if he made this team um he sucked everywhere else he's been and then he comes back to us and when he left us for the Cubs he was terrible came back to us he was good and it happens every time he leaves and he comes back and he's good so I'm not surprised that he had a good spring training outing you know but it it is just spring training we got to pump the brakes it's the first game um this is all what it's about is to see what guys have you're working on your command. You're working on what pitches are going to, you know, your velocity. You want to see where it is at the beginning of the spring. You know, what breaks well, what doesn't break well, what pitches you have to work on. That's all this thing is. That's all spring training is. We cannot overreact about one outing from any of these players. And if Cole comes out today and sucks, are we going to say this is contract was a waste? Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's all just training. That's all it is. These games do not matter. The outcome does not matter. We just want to see what these guys have and what they need to work on before the season starts. And that's even the same thing in the first month of the season. You know, we're still seeing guys kind of shaking off the rust, seeing what works, what doesn't work, what they have to work on. So overreaction city is really what Yankee fans love. And I'm, I expected it, but not after the first at bat for Sanchez, particularly (laughs) that's how it goes. Yeah. You're right there. It's about it's not about the result, but you can take you can get takeaways from each game. You can like you can see what's happening, like what's working, what's not. 
and uh, what we can improve on and uh, and take the positives from, from these things. But as I say, the results don't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter we're all one. It doesn't matter that Sanchez struck out. It doesn't really necessarily matter that King uh, struggled in the outing. So you, you take some of the positives from, from Mike King. For instance, I thought his changeup was really good. His changeup, yeah. uh, nice, uh, nice movement and... Uh, and it was a deceptive pitch, and David Cohn uh, drew attention to that. And the yes, but you know he he liked uh, the, his off-speed stuff. Um, problem with King was his um, his command, which will improve, and uh, he left fastballs grooved over the plate. But that's that ties in the command. Um, you know when you start getting into deep counts, and uh, you know you you know you've got runners on, these things happen. It's the first outing. You're, you can't overreact to, to these outings. It's, it's, to be honest, it's very anyone's very first outing. You just see how you you get your arm back. You know, it doesn't right. really necessarily matter about the results. I didn't think King was egregious. Nothing to worry about necessarily. But, yeah, he needs to work on his fastball command. But that's it. As for Torres, that's my best takeaway from the game. Um, he looked night and day um, yesterday from, from last year. He looks like he's lost a little bit of weight. He looks like he's gained some range, and that was one hell of a play there. Uh, his feet day. look faster too. He looks quicker yeah. on his feet. His footwork is a lot swift. Exactly, his footwork was better on the second base side, making that play, um, and uh, drilling the runner out first. That's a really good sign. You, you take the positives, and um, I, I don't really care about the results. We could lose twenty to nothing, but you just take. You take what works, what doesn't, you move it on to the next game. It's spring training. Yeah, it, you know, and it was the first game. If it's five games, if, you know, if Michael King, five starts later, is still having the same issues. I still won't care. That might be, you know, I, what do we not, you know, what do we need to work on? But what are you going to say, Ev? Realistically, I don't think it's fair to put an assessment on these players until end of April. You know, it's like the first two, three months of the season, it takes time to get into a rhythm of baseball. As a pitcher, I was constantly working on changing my grips and stuff to alter the spin of the ball and to figure out what you're doing. These are professional athletes. That was me in high school. So you don't think they're doing the same thing during spring training? Wasn't it during spring training where Mo learned that he could throw the cutter? I believe it was. So it's like we, you don't jump on Michael King because like uh, Donald said, his changeup was looking good. So whether the results are there or not, he's working on those grips. He's working on the way he throws the ball and he's trying to figure it out. And I mentioned the other day, Mark DeShera, for example, he never got hard, hot until like May usually. Yeah. You know, May, June, he started to really hit home runs and A-Rod was a different type of player. A-Rod was usually hot in April and then started getting cold by the end of May. If you remember that one stretch, he had like 16 home runs by the end of May and then didn't get to 30 until like July. Yeah, it's... I was just more excited that, you know, to to listen to baseball, you know, watching some of the highlights. And just the fact that baseball was back, it was almost like... A, a utopia yesterday there was no worries there was no worrying about the you know the, the covid not worrying about what am i going to do for work you know what am i going to have for dinner it was just enjoying baseball yeah it was, just, it was a great day yesterday for that and it yeah. also made me feel like 
winter is over and we're in spring yeah. now. Even though I have snow on the ground still. It felt yesterday was yeah. great. See, the only caveat to results not matching in spring training are there's guys that are fighting for a roster spot. That's where their performances tend to matter. But that will be for Dietrich. That will be for Jay Bruce. Um, maybe the third catcher position. Um, what do you think about uh, Brantley, the catcher? Well, as I say, I was going to say Brantley made a hell of a He hit a home run. run. He looked great. Yeah, that was a big shot. And it was big for Talkman to hit an upper deck home run, too. I mean, mm-hmm. these kind of these dudes that are fighting for a roster spot, performances matter. So you can kind of watch that. But on the pitching side, you know, you know, the, the young kids are going to take a little bit of time. So Mike King's going to be one of these guys fighting for a, a spot. I don't think he's going to be a fifth starter, but he, um, but he could be if he, if he really blows it, blows it, you know, blows it out of the water in the next couple of starts. But he's more likely a, a bullpen arm. So, but um, yeah, that's the only caveat. So we'll watch these guys like Brantley and Bruce and Dietrich and, and these guys to see if uh, any of them are worthy of the roster spot. I didn't watch the whole game yesterday. Did we see Bruce at all or he didn't come in? Uh, no, Bruce did not play. Are we going to see him today? Do we know? Uh, not yet. I think today we'll we see. might see um, Stanton in the lineup. No, no, yeah, not till uh, the, they said the first night game is when Stanton and Gardner are going to play. Oh, really? First night game? Yeah, I also. They didn't pack sunglasses. I I guess Tyone coming on uh, off the in the bullpen instead of uh, from Garrett Cole starting today. Why is Tyone coming on later? Why is he not just starting in another? Is it Tyone following Cole? I thought it was Kluber. I guess Tyone. They do that a lot. I thought they said it was going to be Cole and Tyone today. Yeah. Points on pitching. Yeah, because it, it seems like what they do is they take away that uh, that starting spot from the guys who are going to make the team anyway, and they give the full start to, you know, r- right. the randoms, King, anyone who's trying to go for fifth and fourth spot. Right. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I, th- I think it's also they're trying to, to give some of the, the minor leaguers a little more play time, uh, right. especially since they lost a whole year. You know, some – Right. Some of the, the 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 major league players, they had their season last year as short as it was. Right, but a guy like Kluber, he needs to be worked in slow too. So yeah. they're all not going to give him a start. And you know, if he gets injured on his first start in spring training, imagine what we're going to fucking hear from everyone. It's yeah. going to be so awful. So they, Tayon and Kluber, I have no problem with them giving them two innings over a bunch of random games. That's fine. They're going to get those starts towards the end of spring training. During the end of spring training, that's when the team starts to make their assessments on the players who are going to make the team, and they start to make the assessment on where the roster and the rotation layout is going to be. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing that kind of annoyed me yesterday was the the seven innings, you know. And I I understand it's it's early. You don't want to burn people out. But it's – just give one set of freaking rules – it's just crazy. What if somebody pitches 20, 20 pitches, they can end the inning? Like what the hell? I don't. I don't. I don't get it. I think it's. I mean, I guess I, it's better that they're experimenting with this stuff in the spring rather than the regular season or in another league. Where yeah, they but have if to... it goes over, if the if they get too into it, they're just gonna figure out. They're gonna try to push it onto the the regular season, and that 
I, I'm not happy about that. Yeah, I, I, I hope not. For you guys. Yeah. In college baseball, they still use aluminum bats. Why? No clue. I don't know why they're so they're, I, they're different. I think it's horrible. I think it's horrible for the game because if you play – I've played with both. I think you guys obviously have played with both. Yeah. The feel is so completely different. And I, I kind of hated playing with aluminum bats once no, I, I switched to wood. Wood became rather easy, and I just liked it better. So I don't understand how you can have an entire league of college players who are banking on their future to make the major league, and then you're going to have to give them the adjustment in the minor leagues. Some players are not going to make that adjustment, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's, it's they should just have it universal with wooden bats, you know, and just get rid of the the aluminum. I don't know why they do that. It really it, I was it doesn't make any bat. sense. It doesn't make sense. I was in a wooden bat, um, like rec league, when I was uh, sixteen and seventeen. And it was so much more fun than using the the metal. And also, it made my job at third base a lot easier because I hated taking those ricochet shots. Close to the mat, close to the <clears throat> almost hit you in the face. I hated that shit. I had a wooden bat, it broke. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the sound that comes off the aluminum bat, but that's about it. I don't really care no, for no, it. No, I, the sound off the wooden bat, it's, it, there's nothing like it. Well, yeah, you I know never, that, but. But you know, when you watch a college baseball game, I do like that sound because, like, it's it's different. But that's that's really it. It's just the sound. I don't care for the aluminum bat. Have you ever taken an aluminum bat to a driving range, hit golf balls? No, no I can't say I've done that. They go so far. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> creative, bro. <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll get kicked out. They don't. The golf folk, they don't like that shit. No. <laughs> no. But it's fun for the first five minutes until they call the security guy. <laughs> All right, Ev. You I was on the news because me and my friend smashed like close to a thousand pumpkins around the neighborhood. They didn't have like my name or anything, but they're like, oh, there's a pumpkin smashing pandemic. <laughs> I said that in the local news. It's like, oh, shit, they got me. They didn't, they didn't catch me, though. I'm okay. They're still looking for me. They're still looking for you. Pumpkins, <laughs> billy goats. What else are we going to get from you, man? There, there was one pumpkin <laughs> that was uh, – it must have weighed like 80 pounds. It took me and two friends to lift it, and I'm the tallest. So they got it on my head, and then I just threw it off my head into the middle of the road, and then we hit it with the car. See, there's the title for the episode today. Spring yeah. training and pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> And let the viewers figure it out. <laughs> they won't. They'll be very confused by everything I say this episode. Oh, that's well, that's every day. Random thoughts by Wetzel. Holy shit. There you go. <laughs> uh, uh, was there one player that yesterday that just stood out that um, you want to see more of? Oh, uh, Glaber. Glaber, I, I, um, we know the defense looked good, but I really like that double that he hit. I want to see more of that. I don't, I mean, I, the home runs are great and all he can hit 20, 25, but we really need him to be that like doubles hitter in the lineup. If he's hitting third, if he's hitting fifth, sixth, whatever it is, I want him to be like a 280 plus hitter 
with, you know, like I said, 20, 25 home runs, but just get a bunch of doubles, get on base. Cause uh, when he was getting uh, called up, I always thought of him as like a high average, get on base guy and score a lot of runs. I don't want to see uh, nine batters in the lineup be power guys. The way I see it, you can have, we have four guys that are going to be reliant on giving us the home run ball. We need the rest of that lineup to get on base, whether it's a hit or a walk. And I want to see more of that driving that ball down the line into the gaps, whatever it is from Glaber, be a hitter to all fields. See, I want to see more from Talkman. I actually, I thought, I thought he looked a lot better yesterday than he did all of last year. Hundred percent. Uh, he never got comfortable. If he, last build, year. if he could build off of that and get his confidence back, that he could contribute. I think that really, because one thing we talked about a few weeks ago was the lack of outfield depth. And if you have him as an option as well, that, that that's reliable, I think that's going to prove a lot. That, you know, he's not, he, it wasn't just a, a flash in the pan, that, you know, in 2019. So I'm going to be, I want to watch talking a little closely as, as the spring training progresses. My MVP was Luke Voigt. He didn't play, but he was on the yes booth. Yeah. He was fantastic. He, he was, was really terrific. good. He was the heart and soul of that broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> he was great. At one point, uh, Brantley had a three-run home run. He's like, yeah, good shit, baby. That was awesome. Man. He was I think he's kind of the heart of the locker room as far as the young guys in the yeah. locker room. You know, Voight has so much energy. And we're the type of team where if there's negative vibes, we don't do well. And I think it was DJ and Brent who said, we need the fans. We need the fans to be there because the level of adrenaline and motivation that they get from us screaming at them <laughs> shapes how they play. And you know who else probably needs that? fucking Gary Sanchez because he's not apparently he doesn't get it from the manager or the owner or the GM so maybe we need to fucking tell him that he sucks well he's already I mean he struck out twice yesterday so yeah no he's, 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 he's ready done. for he's, opening day he's, he's in mid-season form it's great he's he's yeah. right there he's doing exactly what we want today he's gonna strike out twice tomorrow's gonna be three times can't wait uh, and it's like, oh, you know, this is going to be our catch. Well, he one, he didn't catch yesterday. He was a DH, so don't criticize. Well, Brantley's going to replace him. Brantley's amazing. Brantley needs to replace him oh, right yeah. now. Put him oh, in the I think I saw that a couple times yesterday. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> one, you probably never really heard of the guy until yesterday, but you want him to be the opening day catcher. You know, I've heard of him. Very intelligent. Yeah. Well, you. Um, for me, I would pick Duhar because I think we need to at least get his trade value up. And like Rob said with Torres, if Torres could figure out how to be a doubles machine like Duhar was, we're getting a really special player because Duhar really – how many did he hit rookie year? Like 46 or something? So Andujar? Yeah, yeah, it was close to uh, – 57. Really? Was yeah. it 57? Yeah, he broke the record, yeah. No, I know he broke the record. I thought the record was like 44 or something. Shit. Okay, 57. If we have another guy who can hit 57 doubles, uh, most of which, like Rob said, went to the gap, uh, we're going to score a lot of runs. And that, that's exactly the type of player we need. So I would say and Duhar. I, I like Torres. Uh, Talkman's important. Um, yeah, that's about it. Our pitchers really need to figure it out, though. Yes. We need to ensure we've got that. So uh, that's what spring training will be interesting. See if anybody can uh, 
can distinguish themselves for the for uh, the fifth spot and on the maybe some of the latter parts of middle relief. Um, that's that's what I'll be watching. But the rotation set and the team set. I'm I'm quite excited to see what Jay Bruce can do. I'm wondering. Yeah, what I'm excited for Bruce. I just double. I just fact checked myself. Forty-seven. He was forty-five. He had forty-five doubles. Forty-five. Okay, so I was close. Okay. So, yeah, I was shocked that I would get something wrong like that. Chats. <sighs> At least I corrected myself because the more I'm thinking of it in my head, I'm like, that, that's not right. I don't know what. Because I was going to go look it up after the show and then call you and yell at you when you were wrong. Well, you, you, know, you know, they're saying that uh, Sanchez is in mid-season anyway. form. You know, they say Sanchez is in mid-season form. I think Tats is in mid-season form. I, I, no, I am in yeah. no form. <laughs> uh, I can't wait for the season, guys. I, I just want to see baseball. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a welcome relief. It's a welcome yeah. relief. It's definitely a Monday morning in the, uh, the Tats household. <laughs> Yeah, have, have another cup of coffee, buddy. You need it. I think I've had too much. That's why. Oh, shit. You know when you, you, know when you post this episode? You know when you post this episode? Could you ensure that the music doesn't carry on through the duration of the episode? Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> that first thing was so bad. Okay. You, that ruined my whole night. I, almost, I couldn't function. Because all I wanted to do was clock out, go home, fix it, and go back to work. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love rock music, but we don't need it for the whole 30 minutes. I couldn't believe I did that. (laughs) It only went till about three minutes in. But, yeah, it was bad because the entire entire start topic was cut off. So it's like, what the fuck are these idiots talking about? (laughs) We didn't hear the topic. The the repost is up and going, so it's all fixed. We're all very professional We're in spring training form, too. Working out the kinks. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Sanchez form. Yep. One, two, three. Thank you. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good morning. <laughs> Wait, am I supposed hey. to swing the bat? <laughs> Speak the for yourselves. Thing. I'm killing it. <laughs> the one thing I will say about Gary is he was doing yesterday what I don't like is when he's uh, swinging at that high fastball and he's following yeah. through with the two hands. You can tell that's when he's uncomfortable. So he really hates that pitch. Just I just need <laughs> he he knows he can hit it a mile and he's just trying to do that. We need him to kind of just slow down and the hits will come because we've all talked about it. his offensive ability is there. He just yeah. needs to slow it down and it'll come to him. I think he's still trying a little too hard to get going quickly, which it's the first game. We don't need it. Problem is when he goes into these slumps, he swings at everything, just trying to make something happen instead of just letting right. him his game speak for itself and just wait for your pitch. Yeah, you know, if, if the umpire, you know, calls a you know a borderline pitch, you know, a strike three, just don't chase the pitches. Yeah, yeah. that's when you, that's when you look worse than you are. Agree. Yeah. If I was the batting coach, I would just focus on line drive swings. The home runs will come, but you need to yeah. get your timing right on line drive swings. Even if it's just aiming for freaking singles and doubles, eventually the power will come. But you need to ensure that you get contact together. But if you're – because it kind of looks like he's just been told just to swing for the heavens all the time, and it needs to stop. Yeah. Right, because when he starts doing that, he gets into panic mode. And it's then about he habit. starts – yeah, and then he starts manipulating bad behavior. So it's like 
he's swinging at, like Rob said, those high pitches or those breaking balls that go away from him towards the left side of the plate. You don't need to swing at those with one hand, Gary. Like Exactly. And it, it, it snowballs. It exacerbates the problem. Yep, and then exactly. he, he, he sees that he's batting the Mendoza line and he's trying so hard to make up for it. That suddenly right. he's batting 150 and before he knows he's batting 060. Because right, he's because it's so his, hard it's to his, make up for it. It's his best skill set. So when your best skill set isn't working for you, when he's sitting behind the plate, he's probably thinking about the fact that he's not hitting. Yeah. You know, it's like Paul O'Neill. He used to take practice swings in the yeah. outfield, <laughs> striking out. He hated it. Yeah. It's. I think Gary has that same mental. Like he just can't. He can't comprehend not being able to hit. It destroys him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's gotta he's gotta get back into just swing at what you can hit. Don't just swing trying to make it hit. You know, make a hit. It's not gonna happen. Well, speaking of midseason form, how about Angel Hernandez yesterday? Oh, that was terrible. How did he not? That was awesome. Are you surprised? Are you surprised? I, 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 I was awesome. I love the Why announcers getting on here. The announcer was great. <laughs> Why is he still an umpire? He's literally suing the league. Why are they letting him work? Because of the discrimination suit. I can't I can't like sue my boss. He'd be like, okay, you're fired until like later. Like let's do the case. Like what the fuck? You can't sue your boss. No. Fastball right down the middle. Uh, oh, baseball's no, I'm back. Convinced, I'm convinced that the NBA could give us one of their fucking referees and they could do a better job on it. Yeah. Absolutely. Could probably grab anybody off the street. They can see what a ball and a strike is. Yeah, I mean, better than he is. And it sucks because there are good umpires. You know, we talked about it before during the World Series. We saw like their their percentages of good calls and there were some really good ones, but it's the bad ones that take away from what the good ones are doing. And he is so bad that that's all we can talk about. And it's really, it's a joke how they keep giving him all these, uh, just waiting for the regular season. If he gets any high, uh, high profile regular season games, like a Sunday night baseball. And if it takes away from a good game because he's missing balls and strikes, uh, I can't, Oh my God. No, he misses everything. And then when you complain about it, he's like, okay, I'll show you. And then he gets worse. Damn it. He actually he likes he enjoys being an asshole about it. He's yeah, like, exactly. yeah, I'm wrong. What are you gonna do about it? Get out of here. Like, yeah, the game's about we've said, we've said it before. The fact that we know the umpire when we know the umpires' names, that's not good. No. My uh my father actually has a friend who doesn't like baseball, but he follows the career of umpires. Yes, I have a friend who does not know a thing about baseball. He's like, I read about an umpire who's really bad. I was like, Angel Hernandez, he goes, him and a guy named Jim Joyce. I'm like, so you don't know anything about baseball. He didn't know what the, stri- <laughs> he didn't know what the strike zone was, but he knew who Jim Joyce and Angel Hernandez were. Yep. This guy- shame, but sad is Jim Joyce is only – he's only considered bad for one call. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I would, not, I would call. not put him in the same category. I would not put him in that category. As or, right. Uh, right. Bob West or whatever. Joe West. No, his- yeah, oh. that asshole or um- – but the fact that he knew two umpires' names for bad reasons, but doesn't know what the strike zone was, what are we doing here, baseball? 
No, and like we we don't know the names of any of the guys who are umpires around the bag. So you don't have any idea how hard it is to be a first base ump and to see like the matter of a half a second if he's out or safe. And they usually get that shit right. Well, that's yes. what, and that, the sad part is, is that's where they put freaking Hernandez. <laughs> he needs to just be the second base sub. Like, second base. No, sub my third base. Shit. Third base. Third base doesn't do shit either. Yeah. But <laughs> he should not be a first base umpire. There's no, no way. Because they, which umpire do they point to when it's a, when it's a uh, swing and strike and stuff? It's the first base. You don't want – uh, Depends on the side of the base. Yeah, yeah. De- yeah, it depends on where they're hitting. But they're probably going to point to him anyway because they'll get that call wrong too. Yeah. Well, the, right-handed, right-handed, the right-handed bat is they point to first base. Keep him far away. So keep him off of first base because you can't do it behind the plate. You think you can see all the way down the baseline? You can't see what's right in front of him. Second yeah. base off for now on if it's a, if it's a strike. Swinging strike, second base. Uh, every pitch he needs to point the second base umpire. Like which one is it? Because you yep. can't rely on him. <laughs> it is good to have baseball back. That's it. It's, it's like took one day, but we're it's up. like it never left. You know, <laughs> everything's back to normal. <laughs> All right, let's get him striking out. Hernandez can call strikes. Everything's back to normal. Yep. yep. For God help Cole if he doesn't go seven innings in a perfect game because it's going gonna, it's gonna to be bad. Oh, he Trade better him. have 27 strikeouts or I'm going to lose my shit. Trade him. 27 he, strikeouts in seven innings. Otherwise, it's a failure. <laughs> Trade him while it's valuable. The bad works there, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we're going to wrap this up. Hope everybody is having a good Monday so far. From everybody at YankeeChronicles.com. Hope everybody has a good day. Stay safe, stay smart. Go Yankees. Go Yankees. Yankees.